Hello and welcome to Open All Ours. I'm David Fraser. There are four, no, there's four of us and three others around the table tonight. Um, to my left, from Loth for Words, is Clive Whittingham. Hello, mate. Hello, Clive. No, I thought you played football on a Tuesday night. Uh, not anymore. No. Have you retired? No, I play Mondays and Wednesdays now. Handy. Didn't realise. Handy yes. for us. Um, Maybe not, not for your listeners. but No, well, we're always happy to have you. Um, also, returning after... Two weeks in Australia and with a croaky voice is Flo Lloyd Hughes. Hello. Hello, Flo. Very close to the microphone, please. Um, Australia, all right? Yeah, it was good. Saw some football. Um, saw some koala bears. Are they called bears, actually? Yeah, koalas. Yeah. Um, saw some uh, kangaroos and some wallabies. So it was, yeah, authentic Australian experience. When you say football, do you mean. Yeah what they call football or both, actual both A-League? Kinds. So I saw some A-League, I saw some uh, women's football, I saw uh, some Aussie rules stuff. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and James Evans. Hello. How are you? I am fine and dandy, thanks. With your spider graph or whatever it is. With a spider graph of random notes. It's actually a page of notes with just some lines on that you have put the lines on to look a bit cleverer, I think. Well, yeah, but it leads me to certain places, you know, a cup of coffee, 20 minutes. <laughs> Very good. good. Very good. Happy birthday, Roy Wegley and Andy Sinton. Is that today? Yeah. Mm. What a day. What a day. And I believe last Wednesday or last Thursday was Ian Holloway's? Or, yeah. That sounds about right. Someone at some point at QPR, so obviously since the beginning of time they've not said, they haven't had a database from 1882 or 1886, Depending on but your when were we formed? Yeah, yeah. They oh haven't God. had a database saying let's <laughs> let's list all the players' birthdays. Someone at some point in this age of social media was told diarise every single player's birthday ever. Yeah, understand. I have had a conversation with them about this, and they say it's an interesting. Uh, well, it is a moment every day when they decide whether the player is worthy of a happy birthday. Oh, because see. obviously they're not going to say happy birthday to Jose Basingua. Yeah. Do we wish Paul Bruce a happy birthday? Well, Do you know we, exactly. We? There's a lot of borderline, isn't there? You know, yeah. So. Oh, interesting. Michael Ishmael Mi- Miller. Michael what? Mika. What Ishmael I, Miller should yeah. get happy. What yeah, I want, no, that's just yeah. an Leicester yeah. every, every single player we mention tonight, I want us to decide on whether we would <laughs> wish them happy birthday <laughs> on QBR social media. Uh, yeah. And for current players, that would be if they left the club now, would we wish them happy birthday next year? Um, there, is, there is no Chris tonight, but there's no Finney. So it should be quite an enjoyable podcast. Um, <laughs> um, Short hours end. Finney's got to do that thing that we all have to do from time to time, which is work. Uh, But he will be sorely missed. Um, Before we start, uh, thank you for the beers. Thank you, Hank Chandler, who's bought the beers this evening. He's bought some beers, but James has also brought some Guinness. Yeah. Because it's St. Patrick's Day, or was St. Patrick's Day. Um, Clive has also brought in some beers. So there is, I don't know, nine, ten, eleven beers on the table. I just tend to have those with me. Like wherever I go, anyway, just in case. Hank Chandler's got to be American. Hank like, Chandler, the most American yeah. name I've ever he's heard. Totally he, American he's from Florida. Chicago, there he <laughs> and his first game was the Wigan game. Oh wow! So I wonder he, if he's like a country and western. Well, star. It, that was the, was that not the start Wigan of our home. run? Wigan. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm presuming yeah. we're gonna. That was when Hemmer scored. That was the start yeah. of our run. So he should come back. We should crowdfund for Hank to come back. <laughs> Thank you for the beers, Hank. Um, all that remains for me to say, which I say at this point every week, is thank you all to everybody for their support. If anybody else does want to buy the beers or support the podcast or listen to an old episode, go to our website at qprpod.co.uk. You can do both of those things there. If you want to keep in touch, we're on Facebook and at QPRPod on Twitter. Okay, I am unsure what the answer is to this question. I feel like every QPR fan might have a different answer to this question and I'll start with Clive which is how are you feeling about Queen's Park Rangers as we speak on uh, Tuesday night after the whole game and uh, we haven't done a podcast <laughs> since Rotherham oh you know ter- terrific uh, yeah. 
Because I'm one of life's winners anyway, aren't I? So I'm always very positive. You're, very positive you're dressed very snazzily <laughs> today. I must say, I don't know if I've ever seen you dressed so. Naturally well-dressed and, you know, just one of life's winners. So always, always really positive and upbeat. Do you know what? By the end of the whole game, we were playing quite well. And I think if that game had gone on for another five minutes, we would have won it. Um, obviously, this, the start of it, after the first half... I was just stare, we were staring at that and just thinking this is four nil and a Joel Lynch red card all day because Joel we, Lynch get wished happy birthday? Absolutely not. Okay, and I mean <laughs> he got booked in the first half for basically trying to kill someone, which he does. And the def- the defence was all over the show. It was a, it was an unhappy combination of being too deep, tight, and narrow to deal with Bowen and Grzycki. And having lost to Hull in the manner that we did at Loftus Road earlier in the season, where those two basically ran mm. a to go to Hull and play in the same way and let them do it again doesn't speak particularly well to Steve McLaren, the tactical, you know, this wonderful coach we're meant to have. We basically went and did the same thing again. But despite being deep, tight and narrow, we were also too high up the pitch to deal with balls dinked in behind us, which Hull had obviously watched the Brentford game and did basically exactly what Brentford did in the second half. So you get to half-time and you say, well, this is just, this is just disappearing off down the, down the plug hole again. Uh, come out second half, made substitutions, brought a player on who should have been starting. I mean, I don't quite know how you come out of that. Samuel. Yeah. How he gets happy birthday. Oh, 100%. I don't quite know how you come out of that Rotherham game and think what we need here is Brighter say Samuel back on the bench. I noticed that it got an absolute barrage on the club Twitter when the team came out and they hastily put out some story that he'd gone off in training with a knock Mm. on Friday. I was like, well, when he came on here, he didn't look like a player that had had a knock. Uh, Scowen came on back to... Last season, Scowen, and I was so pleased for him because he's had such a he's had a horrible time of it this season. That change of manager hasn't worked for him at all. Mm. Came on, seized the game, just doing basic stuff. You know, we started passing the ball forwards to teammates. We started attacking with pace in wide areas. You know, we started putting men in the penalty area. It's not rocket science. We're not asking for very much. Eze played really well, back to sort of form of last season, taking people on and having a shot and looking confident. And that last half an hour was great. We would have won the game if if it had carried on five minutes longer. And any anywhere else on the pitch, that incident at the end is a penalty. Is would have been a free kick. That should have been a penalty. So we would have, you know, maybe missed it. But what? How bad was the first half, and how good was the second half? Do you know in what, comparison it, to recent? Do you know it wasn't quite Wickham two thousand and four with the gale blowing down the pitch, which we all remember where. Uh-huh. But the conditions were very favourable to the team kicking towards that end of the ground. I don't think we should. Right. That is worth a mention. It's no coincidence that a team that had it first half won 2 0, and the team that had it second half won 2 0 for me. Clive Klopp. Clive Klopp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, how bad was it? I mean, nothing's as bad as Rotherham. I mean, Rother- Rotherham was just a, a disgusting shame of the, shaming of the club, that performance. Made mm-hmm. Stoke, the Stoke game look good. Yeah. Stoke actually turned out to be the highlight of the week, and who yes. would have thought, thought that coming out of that game? I oh, know. Yeah, Rotherham was as bad as I've seen since that Mick Harford Ipswich game where we were 2 0 down at half time and Harford came out afterwards and just said that by the standards of a professional football club, that's not acceptable. Um, and it wasn't, right? So it was better than Rotherham, but still, just that defence needs major surgery this summer. It's, it's not championship standard. James. Hey. Um, Clive was the only, the soul among, around this table brave enough to go to Hull. Um, but I think you were at Rotherham. Yeah, you? I was and, at Rotherham. Go on. What, what's what's your take on the last week? I, I'll be honest. I, I was sort of following it, uh, following it on Twitter, and occasionally listening on radio, and had you know, BT Sport thing up on the screen. You know, at home, I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't go to as many away games as I'd love to. Um, but like, a whole game was terrible. Like not whole games, Rotherham, Rotherham game was Rotherham. terrible. Like nothing. Nothing worked, but it wasn't even like we were trying to make something work in the first place. They just it just booted, and basically we got what we deserved, and they got what they deserved. They deserved to win. Uh, it felt like completely out of the blue that we managed to actually score in it. You're like, oh, we've scored, and it was it was a muted celebration around the ground, and then yeah, it was. It, it, as I said earlier, it made the Stoke game. I, I kind of yearned for the Stoke game. At least there was some incident. Mm. You know, there was something going on. Um, and then was there much going on at the Stoke uh, game between the com- seventh minute and com- the- compared to compared to the um, Rotherham game? Yeah, but the thing that's just I find bewildering is like sometimes I feel like our team 
only play along along the sides. Like we haven't got someone, and it might. This sounds like in the second half at Hull, this changed. But we haven't got someone who can take it from the middle of the park, just forward. 10, 20 yards, as in a straight pass. The sort of thing that after Derry or Fallin would have won the ball back in the day, they would have just passed it to somebody in an attacking area. Forwards. Forwards. Mm. And it, 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 Don't you think it, Freeman can do that? Or I does think Freeman that, can do that, that but you sort of want him to be receiving it half the time. Yeah. You, you can't, you, we can't replicate him, which is a shame because I think he'll be gone um, in the summer. Um, so everything ends up being played out wide. And we just, I don't know, I feel like we don't play the right players there. Um, I mean, it says it says a lot, and it's great that we got a point because it kind of just stemmed the tide of, God, we're, we're terrible at the moment. We've only lost it, one in three. That, that's, one that, in three. That's true. Good spin. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the, PR, the PR man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know... It says a lot when a draw, or an unexpected draw away, feels like a win. You know that says everything about everything about the um, everything about the mood. And what Clive said just at the end, and I've been thinking about this recently. Is like you're talking about it. Be, is it a championship defence? And it's not. Uh, it's not. And I don't think that I don't think you can class Furlong as young really anymore. He's not old, of course not. But I've and I don't know. He's, what's he's not a rookie. That's he's not a sure. rookie. Yeah. But the more I've seen of him as the season's gone on, feel free to disagree. I don't know if he's championship. I want him to be. I think he is, but at the moment he's not playing well at all. He's really he was he was dire against Rotherham and not much better on Saturday. Yeah, and it's just like he's not he's it's not regression, there's just no progress seemingly for quite a few months, which is really disappointing because you're thinking he could be a future club captain, hmm. probably play centre back because although he's say, not maybe he's got we great need to, leap, but... need to come back to that discussion about him being more of a centre back than a fullback. Because his better performances come at centre back. I don't know if it's a, a kind of leadership aspect with that back four because they do look very lost. Um, Lumley is quite vocal um, and you can hear him shouting, but um, Leisner certainly has some kind of leadership quality, but I don't think he's organising that back four enough and everyone seems to be drifting around kind of completely unaware and oblivious to what's going on around them and that certainly affects Furlong in everything he does he's just constantly out of position Bidwell sometimes kind of improves but he also does this thing which drives me insane where he gives the kind of oncoming attacker or midfielder like six a 16 yard head start oh. and he'll think yeah, you come, you run on to me, and that means you know I can stop you. But that's kind of not how football works. If you back off that far, you're basically saying, right, come into our penalty area and then have a go. It's just so illogical, but it's his style. And yeah, sometimes it works, and he gets a great tackle. But most of the time, and a lot of the time this season, someone just does a kind of semi-easy trick, gets it round him, puts a ball across the back four, and then they've scored. So. Everyone is slightly kind of confused, and like Clive said, there's very does, uh, little coaching. Does going Jake on. Bidwell get a happy birthday in the future? He does, uh, just for games played. He does. I mean, I think I would never that's have a, thought he would be our best defender, or us talking about him in those terms. He's I, had a decent season, but that just what that thing just really gets on my nerves. I think that's a McLaren problem because when things were going well and we were keeping some clean sheets earlier in the season, he kept talking about. We defend our penalty box with our lives. It's all about defending the box. And that back four, as soon as the opposition have got the ball and they're running at us, you're right, they retreat and retreat and retreat back into the box. And you kind of have the back four all in the penalty area, like it's all about keeping them out of the penalty area. But you've got a player like Jared Bowen coming at you. You can't let him come to the penalty area. Once he's got you in the penalty area, you're banging trouble. Whether it's Bidwell that you know is backing off, obviously with no protection in front of him, so or whether it's I, McLaren telling I them to do that. I, th- I think it's, that's how McLaren wants them to defend. I think it's definitely a combination. And I think, I think the problem is, is that it's forced everyone to do that. Because I used to notice under Holloway that Bidwell used to do it too. So yeah, it's okay. probably innate in his game. But well, That five, ten, they, ten yard side mm, backwards run yeah, where exactly, he's watching the player. Exactly. Like, I know I can see the run. I can visualise it. His centre of gravity is, 
like creepily low. Like he's always <laughs> kind of halfway down the, the pitch. It's, it's strange. Anyway, no, that's I know what you mean. He doesn't doesn't feel like he stands upright. Yeah, but I, it does seem like that's something McLaren wants from his players. So if anything, it's kind of exaggerated it in his game, and it's encouraged everyone else to do the same. The other problem is they're so slow. All yeah. f- all four of them are so slow. So they, as soon as they go five yards up the pitch, they risk something going in behind them. We, we are absolutely desperate for someone in the middle of that defence that's actually got even a modicum of pace. Mm. <laughs> How much difference? I'm trying to, who, who would win? Who would win in a race? Furlong, just because he's the youngest. Uh, I, it'd be a long race, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to delay the news for that. <laughs> How much difference did Cameron make? Not much. Not much. He, de- he, you know, he's obviously coming back from three mm. months out. Everyone was so excited. About yeah, I mean that we're excited about a thirty-four-year-old defender's <laughs> midfield because you know we do need some protection in front of that yeah. back four. It's so exposed. Yeah. He will make a difference, but not honestly, not much on Saturday. And you know, he was as guilty as anyone for the second goal. Tell so. you what, though, what a strike by Scammon. <laughs> Seer, searing 25 yard pass but Scowan uh, coming back to your point about someone just driving through the middle of the pitch that is exactly what Scowan did I was so confused because I kept I was on a plane as the game was going on and I kept watching that replay over and over again being like sure, well, surely Wells got a touch on that just watching it watching it and then I just you know. well speaking to the whole fans and listening to the whole fans on the radio on the way back on Saturday they are not fans of their goalkeeper uh, and <laughs> mm. yeah, you can see why yeah. uh, with, rea- with reactions like that but Scowan, Scowan deserved the goal just driving through the middle he played much further forward than I've seen to. Scowan play before although he came on for Cameron he basically went up and played in a almost a four behind Wells at first and then right. Hemmed and it was great. I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm really pleased with him after a And his, his energy and urgency is his best asset. So it's just yeah. about harnessing that in the right way and just not letting him but come he was on. But he was about our... Uh, was it in that Stoke game? Was it Stoke? Scan was about our worst player. I mean, you could just see by okay. the look on his face. He's every time and get a happy birthday message. Yeah, I, like, I still like the rat. Yeah, I still like the rat. But, yeah, I still <laughs> like the rat. Yeah, still like the Slash rat. Slash Mark Noble. But you could just, uh, you just looked, at his, looked at his face in that Stoke game. And, you know, every pass he played went into touch. Every tackle he made was a foul. And you could just see by looking at his face. He knew he was having a terrible game. So to come on and play like that on Saturday and see how he celebrated the two goals, because he was really going for it. He was so up for Saturday. So I was, I was pleased it came off for him. And for us, a bloody long way. Yeah. Yeah, um, the mood in the away end was really good. I have to say, even the, at t- the, the mood in the away oh, end, even at two 0 down, the loo in the away. End. Oh yeah, I no, thought, great box. Why great. are we talking about that? <laughs> top toilets? Great box at Hull. Also, they sold a yard of sausage roll at Hull for four pounds. And I'm did not, you get it? I'm not. No, I, I'm not. Ki- why did you get it? You crazy? I'm not kidding. It was a yard. You got to get the weird food when you we, go places. We saw we saw a guy at half time. Four quid. Does it does it Still, co- does quite, it come in bread or is it just no? It's, it's, it was insane. We saw a guy at half time standing there, absolutely monstering one. With one guy. Yeah, well, one guy by himself monstering one while his wife just stood there and looked on, sort of <laughs> semi proud and semi horrified. <laughs> uh, how did we get onto sausage rolls? Oh, lose at Hull were good. The mood in the away end at Hull was really good, even at even at half time. Yes, even at half, they stayed with the team. A, there was a big crowd at the back who was singing about party train afterwards and whatever, and they were great, like, just constantly singing. Very little of the, the barracking that you would expect didn't boo them off at halftime. I think the fans that's, have been incredibly great. patient, yeah. given that we've won, what, one of 14 games now or something. It's felt like home One of 15, been, isn't it, Matt? Is it one of 15? Home has one been a bit touch and go with the crowd, where in, I In the league, anyway, is it... So. Box, sorry, bo- sorry, bo- Boxing I, Day, Leeds... That's it. That's it. Yeah. Since... Since Boxing Day when, yeah. and two FA Cup games, Portsmouth yeah. and, yeah. and Leeds yeah. again. I love that. I love that the only team we beat is Leeds. If that I carries know. on for the rest of the time, that's great. <laughs> um, Wells, do we need to talk about Wells? He appears oh. to have gone the right curse off of it. That I, penalty my, miss. Well, this is it. My memory might day. be sketchy, but it feels like that was the moment that mm-hmm. screwed things up for him, and he has not been the same. He looks since. so broken. Is he a lone player that knows he's not here next year? No, well, well I... Th- I like, I like Naki Wells, by the way. I'm just asking a question. Th- you know, not to reopen old Hemed wounds, but Hemed looked like that to me, even though he yeah, fell, fell over so the ball. Yeah, I was so surprised he scored. Ball, yeah. I was oh, shocked. I, I would have scored that. Um, <laughs> and he, he nearly didn't. So, for me, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm still not happy with him. Wells, you can't knock his effort. Yeah. QPR's a tough club to play for. It's a tough club to manage. You know, we, yeah. we break people that come here. You, I was really his excited. His still there. His run's still there. I still think he's a great player. 
you know, he just, he's missing chances. The one he missed against Rotherham, <laughs> like, it's just because it was such a gift. Yeah, it was such just a, a gift. complete just gift. It. And yeah, he's, his confidence has absolutely just drained. When away. I heard that we signed him, I thought, oh, brilliant. That's someone that's going to get into double figures. Yeah. Maybe get fi- maybe push towards twenty goals. It's just not going to happen, is it? He no. is really good, and you I can, like him a lot. He you can really see that his level is so much better than anyone else in our team. But we've broken him. Yeah, but That's we why just we're not allowed need, nice things. We just need ha! him for to too get long. <laughs> why, 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 why do we do this to people? Clive? I just think it's a really tough club to to play for. A really tough club to manage. Like this team, as it is now, has to play brilliantly to win. You have everybody has to be on it. Everybody has to be brilliant. You can't carry a passenger, and that's just to get like a a one nil win against Villa or something. You know, we don't we don't ever just roll somebody over four nil. No. And as and whenever we drop even very slightly off, we just lose. Maybe he's f- been too long out the championship as well, and he's forgotten the like the chaos of it all. Like it's mm. just a ridiculous league. And although he kind of you know obviously grew up in the EFL and played so well in in these divisions. He's been out not playing that much as part of a squad at Burnley and it's probably a bit of a shock to the system realising I've got to play this many games a week with a lot of crap footballers and I've got to try and be the star player. That is a lot to ask. And we're not exactly a team that creates a lot of chances, no. are we? No, as we said, we no, don't, not we at don't all. pass forwards enough. We do that. Or we, we, we whip in cro- high crosses when Naki Wells plays. And then when Smith comes on, we stop doing it. Mainly because when we put Smith on, we take the winger off to bring him on. I mean, we yeah. just... It's mind-blowing, isn't it, sometimes? Or is that, but don't you mean Pav for Bright Samuel at 60 minutes? Yeah, just stop. Just <laughs> no more. Um, I was just going to throw something slightly different. I've been watching Sunderland Pav, till Pav I die. Get, does, Pav, does Pav get a happy Oh, birthday? 100%. Pav gets a happy birthday. Happy birthday. And birthday. some Polish donuts as well. I'm not, They're I'm delicious. not convinced he gets a new contract to get a happy no. birthday. Uh, sorry, Sunderland till I die. Okay, and we're not there. But there are bits, and there's basically like the chairman's like uh, they, the chairman hasn't featured so far. I haven't seen it all. And it's like he's not spending money, so they've just got to make do. And then they are brilliant at snatch, you know, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. And as it's a, it's a really good watch if you haven't seen it. But a lot of me makes you think, God, it reminds me a bit of like QPR, but in a bigger way. Mm. Um, Which, when people are getting stuck into them, yeah, the people that are running the club day to day, don't we could easily have dropped all the yeah. way through this league. Easily. Yeah, totally. You know, I'm not saying they've been completely brilliant, but it is something of an achievement that we're still still in the championship Mm. just because of the state that we got ourselves into, I think. Yeah, I mean, like next year is obviously the real test, isn't it? And then the one thing that I was thinking of... No, well, I feel... I know know enough without, you know, what was it, my resignation and nothingness was the last thing. Oh, yes. Like, the cycle of... The cycle of... Repeat. That's how I feel QPR is. That um, won't be the title. No, I'm not I've going for a title. I saw Clive said, which was deep, tight, and narrow, no. which which is a contender for the title. Is that how, you maybe... just, how that man described the sausage roll? <laughs> <laughs> that sausage. I, I wish I'd taken a picture of it. I wish you had as well. Yeah. It sounds All amazing. Quick. I'm definitely going to hole away next season um, if they're not. It'll up. probably be something to do with birthdays. The I title, didn't... but. I didn't know sausage rolls came by the yard. I mean, I'm, I'm still amazed. They now, do in two, hole. two days later. Okay, yeah. Well, it's a yard, like three foot, three and a half foot. I've seen not, not quite a meter, yeah. stuff, yeah. but not. Oh, it's massive. It was, it was superb. Uh, how'd you get a nut? Sorry, you're, no, I know you're silly. making this <laughs> fine. I can't even remember. How do you cook a yard of sausage roll? Because no one has an oven that's a yard long. Are you doing well, the PR do. anytime soon? No, but I wish, I wish I was. He's finding out. Yeah. Sorry, but, go on. Well, no, but I, you know, when they do links of sausages in a factory, I'm surely it just have the same <laughs> machine, except you don't do that cutter. You just keep it. No, going. no, no, but so you you've got to bake yard. it. You've got to bake it. They've got big ovens. Commercial right. ovens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, Sorry. Go on. Just and and then this other the other thing that made me think whilst watching this is they talk, spoke about the culture of the club and I was like, like what is what is the culture of QPR? Like you know, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm Chaos. I think it. Yeah. Like there is more of a culture than there was a few years ago. Maybe not where they want it to be. I do think yeah. with bringing Les back and Andy Sinton becoming the club ambassador and an increased dialogue with the fans, with fan groups, which we know the old, well. The old players coming back as well. The old I players, forever ours. There is a, there is a, there is a culture. There is, is more there, of a culture I, than I there was. Les is really trying. He's, you know, he's made a lot of mistakes. You mean that in a positive way, right? Yeah, no, he's, he's made a lot Not of mistakes. Not like Les he's, is really trying. Well, <laughs> maybe. He's made a lot of mistakes, but I think he's really... You know, we've got a good a good set of youngsters coming through, potentially. 
it's, it's just hard. It's, it's hard. a horrible it's, job. I mean, why was you on that Very job? difficult job. That's why when people talk about, you know, is McLaren the man for the job? We've had four managers in four years. We've basically been 16th for all of it. So that tells mm. you that, you know, you change the manager. It doesn't make a, a significant difference. We don't even get new manager bounce. So when they say, oh, McLaren's got to go, McLaren's got to go, who's going to come in here and do better? Because we've had four managers, very different managers, Ramsey, uh, Hasselbank, Holloway, and now McLaren. They're vastly different, and we've been 16th for all of it. Yeah. You, may, you live in hope that they make the transformative, you know, a transformative appointment like Norwich with Farker, like Huddersfield with Wagner. But honestly, has our We'd probably ha- sign Falco. Has our, board, <laughs> has our board ever shown any inclination that it would be able to go out and make that appointment? It would just be another old soak that you've all heard of off the merry-go-round. It would be Pards or someone like that. And we'd still be 16th. And you pay a load of money to sack McLaren and his many minions of staff, uh, which it did get pointed out on Saturday. There were five of them next to him on the bench and then four in the stand behind wow. because we ran out of room on the bench for them. Um, so you sack all of them, you bring someone else in, and we'd still be 16th. I'm not convinced that the manager is really the... No, problem. no. I and don't think Norwich so had to sit through a lot of crap before they got good. Of course. So we had to sit through a lot of crap before Warnock. Yeah, you exactly. Know. And we, there's just no patience anymore. That's why it's just a pointless exercise. I don't know that there ever was patience, was there? I, th- I think really, the QPR fans at the moment, the ones at the game, obviously not the ones on Twitter, but that's just a zoo. Yeah. Uh, the ones at the game are being really patient, mm. I think. You know, Ramsey, Ramsey got it. Horrendous abuse for much less than this. And yeah, Hollow- that's true. Holloway copped it for less than this. The less than what's happened since Christmas. Imagine mm. if Chris Ramsey yeah. had yeah. gone on a 14-match run where we'd only won once. So why do you think that is, Clive? Why do you think people are being so patient? Because I it's so think, repetitive now. I, yeah. think we, uh, I think as we've gone along, um, the crowd has shrunk back down to the diehards and a lot of the hangers-on who turned up in the Premier but League But wasn't it 11,000, 12,000, sorry? Wasn't that attendance? Oh, yeah, 10,000 <laughs> against Rotherham. That was the biggest laugh of the night, yeah. wasn't Ridiculous. it? Oh, yeah, I mean, if you believe that, then... I think a lot of the hangers-on have gone and we're back down to the diehards who'll just sit through it. I think we have been numbed by a, you know, a period of underachievement. I think standards have been allowed to just drop to the point where it's now sort it's of accept- an okay to yeah. win only one of 14 games. People just sort of shrug. They're used to it. Hang on. Was it unbeaten in three, did you say? Unbeaten in three. Come well, we're not. Come we're we're not. <laughs> no, you're right. Don't you think <laughs> the last, <laughs> the last, <laughs> the last three seasons have been the same. There's been slight variations, but yes, I know we still could, et cetera, et cetera. But effectively, the season was... We had somewhere around 40 points by about January, February, the last and three fe- years. And then fell off a cliff. Then fell off a cliff last and then year, stumble over the last line. Last year, played 38, 47 points, right. 15th this year, played 38. Uh, and it was a season be- points, similar to the season before. We lost eight out of the last nine or something. And we're going like to finish... I reckon we'll get about 50, which is very near what we've got the last That's where we are. Seasons. We are the 16th best team in this league. The other, yeah, I we mean, are. Exactly I think are. there is some empathy with the situation. I think, you know, Hoos has gone out of his way to really explain it, you know, getting the finger puppets out and saying, this is the situation we are in. <laughs> you, ne- you really have to listen. Like, <laughs> Do you wish Lee Hoos a happy birthday? Yeah. You would, yeah. If he left, and next season you would wish him a happy birthday. Well, let's see. I mean, you have to, ju- you have to judge, <laughs> you judge, you judge him in two sets of accounts. Time. If we are compliant with FFP and competitive in the championship without parachute payments in eighteen months' time, then he's he's done his job. He's coming oh, back as a forever arm. Really that right? If he has that'll done that, huge. if he's done that, then he, yeah, that's a fantastic job. Um, do we want to talk about Rotherham specifically? I never want to talk about that game ever again. I'm happy to move on. Um, do we move on from McLaren then? I mean, you, you sort of talked about it. I think... Who are you going to get? Who's going to come in? Gareth Ainsworth, isn't it? But you know what, Gareth... Sorry. Gareth Ainsworth, we'd only do... I, I wouldn't mind Gareth Ainsworth coming in, but you know, he's only going to do... The same. He's the only going to do much of, the, much of the same as what's gone he before. He hasn't got much to work with. He maybe. hasn't got a lot to work with. Next season looks really tough because you're going to have to release a load of the senior players. You're going to have to rely on the kids next season. And I, I... You know, McLaren is kicking the can down the road for me on that. You know, just continue... You know, relying on his loans through the second half of the season, talking about, you know, Hemed the Warrior and continuously picking the senior players <laughs> while the while the kids are out on he's just cuz in august they're well, not going to be here. on loans again next year but we just have, be different we have players. got a 16 million pound 
difference between what we've got bringing into the club this season and what we've got next season. Before we even start next season, we're £16 million down on what we got this year because we get parachute this year and not next. Mm. And loans are expensive. Those loans, yeah. Yeah. Those really loans don't those. come for free. Yeah. If, he yeah. thinks, All of those. if he thinks we're going to be able to go out and loan even the players of the quality we've got this year, next year, I just don't see how we can. Um, and I just think he, he's kicking that problem down the road because obviously if he loses the next six games, he gets the sack. So that's what he's thinking. But we're going to be in the same position next August as we were last August with less money to do stuff about it. I don't want to go over old ground, but I was really What, Old Oak Farm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lay the foundations for Old Oak Farm, but um, I was really disappointed when we sacked Holloway because we're just, we, we can't be ambitious when you've got no money. That does, it just doesn't go hand in hand. So although it would have been the same old kind of, you know, um, I've just lost my... Same night, old, same, same old. old. Same old situation. Sorry, I'm a bit jet-lagged, so I just kind of dozed off in my head there. But you would just be going through the motions all over again under Holloway. I feel like we, he got himself go sacked, anywhere. though, a little bit. Holloway, suppose, Holloway got himself sacked with his behaviour as much as anything exactly. else. That, yeah. I think that Millwall away game pretty much finished Holloway in the eyes of some people at the club. Having well, you know, and Brentford having, at home started it probably. Yeah, um, yeah, the Brentford stuff didn't help, but I, I, a lot of people high up at the club were very unhappy at the way he behaved in that Millwall away game and the way the team subsequently performed. I oh, think it was also we were terrible. Was that was when that he was that? getting off the bus? Oh, that was yeah. so bad. Yeah. I, I mean, that, when, it, when you know senior members of the club are having to go out into the car park in, in amongst a bunch of Millwall fans to get your manager physically off the bus and into the ground and talk to him about his behaviour. But he was doing a full season, wasn't he? Conducting the, uh, yeah, but, the fans. Yeah. And, for, oh, the and that fans, was really so. helpful for those of us that were in Millwall yeah. that night, wasn't it? That's what you want. Yeah, yeah I know. Get, I, get them wound I loved up. being in that Thanks very much, Ian, behind, you, behind your yeah. police escort. You know, that's great for us at the other end of the ground. But on the pitch, I was happy with the situation <laughs> because it's like, well, what can you do? This is it. He got, he got the restrictions that he exactly, was working on. Exactly. He knows I'm, how to deal with it. He knows how to deal with that situation and he's like, I'll make the most of it and I'll I'll lean into these young guys and bring them in and put them online, whatever. But McLaren just doesn't get it because whoever brought him in probably told him or he just pushed the situation into an opposite direction. He either doesn't get it or they said, don't worry, we'll make it work. But he's just on another planet with his ambition or whatever he thinks he can do with these guys or thinks we have as a club because we don't have any of that. I think it was a lack of faith in Holloway's ability to coach. I think they saw FFP coming, they knew it was coming and they thought, we need someone that all we've got is the youngsters. We'll get someone in who can coach the youngsters. Let's bring Steve McLaren in. He's, they, this tag has followed him around. Not a great manager, but a great coach. Coach the team. Four games in. Ah! Can't coach him really any better than anyone else. Need four very expensive loans. Yeah, I think that's, that's that, probably think, what, has, what happened. That's exactly what happened. So just keep McLaren now and see what happens. But I think we. Keep, I think yeah, he, I think it goes back to what Clive said. It doesn't really. Yeah, doesn't I'm happy really to matter. keep. It doesn't matter it, who's just, the manager. They it's they've who got. Think, it's who you think you would get. Yeah, who's exactly. It, who you honestly think would come in and do any better? But I do think he is. It's Gillet time. It's Cal Gardner. No, please. Sherwood. Um, <laughs> Um, I do think McLaren is kicking... Just kick the can down the road. He's going to face that same problem in August next year. Uh, can I just check? Gareth Ainsworth gets a happy birthday. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, of course. Without and a doubt. Gets flowers yeah. delivered to yeah, his door. Yeah, yeah. That. I'll just, come out of a cake for that. Just, 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 just <laughs> checking on that. Um, Under siege I think though. I said this... A, <laughs> Not sure he'd enjoy it, but I would. <laughs> I said this a few weeks ago, but I'll say it again. I met somebody... I'll say it. I met a player from Wickham Wanderers to, I said this Matt, when you Matt were here. Bloomfield. I said this when you, you met were Matt here. Bloomfield. I bumped into a player through like the course of work, basically. Uh, and and long story short, I basically said how de- how obvious is it that Ainsworth is desperate to manage QPR? And they said, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> Don't make any secret I'm, of it. I reckon this guy has ninety nine strength on FIFA. Yeah, in the um, <laughs> no comment. If if you watch Wickham. They are a direct team. They are quite a long ball team. So it would only need Ainsworth to come in and basically do just keep us at 16th. And this time next year, everybody would be saying basic football, lower mm. league manager, long ball football. You know, he's not, he's not going to come in and do massive, brilliant things. And I, also I, the, the I wouldn't mind him coming in. I'd enjoy it. I don't and know, he also, I he would also get more time 
than most people in the yeah. same way that Holloway probably got more time than most yeah. people with the family. I just think the, the expense and the disruption you cause as well is just not worth it by changing with McLaren. Well, there's going to be a lot of disruption. Going through that whole, players are going back, yeah, go, but Going through that whole process of starting again, cutting all the backroom staff, playing co- compensation potentially for cutting contracts, like it just gets really, co- really complicated. We are going to need to do that at some point. If you look at the latest set of accounts, which covers the Holloway season, the staffing levels at a club that oh. is meant to be cutting its cloth. Was like, it about 118 or 120 something odd? Yeah, there? but, uh, you know, into, uh, nearly well, a Actual staff members. Yeah, nearly, mm. there's nearly a hundred, there's over 170 members of staff at the club and like something ridiculous, like 118 on yeah, the, on the football that. side. That obviously includes the playing squad, but... Well, you've got to get someone to pump the balls up. Uh, I mean, it's, I just think that's... That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So our average, wa- our average wage... Uh, no, sorry, the total wage we're paying as a club has been constant at about 30 million for a couple of seasons now. But the staff levels have gone up, so it's like we're pay- we've got the wages down, but we're, yeah. we've brought more people in. I so wonder how that compares to other championship sides. I mean, I wouldn't know. I'd have to see. If press, if press million on 100 people, on two, 170 yeah, including people. players. Yeah. Including the players. What, what, do you money. know what other clubs yeah. their staff numbers are? Like? Well, I, know, I don't know the staffing levels. I mean, the model that we have got to go for, basically, with the crowds that we get, the ground that we have, and the situation we're in is Preston North End, and their wage bill is thirteen million. Mm. So, you know, even though we've made these cuts and we've got we've got it down to thirty from, I mean, the high was obviously the Redknapp year when it was seventy six, which is just Harry Redknapp one point one, isn't it? Um, we have we need to be down at around that thirty million pound and. We just we seem to be covered in staff. To me, I mean, I don't I don't know anything about. It. I don't know about running a football club. But um, before we go on to ours end, is the international break coming at the right time? It's coming at the right time for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do, do you want to write a, do you write a match preview and a match a, report oh, for a game a every twenty minutes all the way through February? All of them were lost. Yeah, there's been a lot of games. I'm having a lovely two weeks off. Will mate. we play the Bolton game? Because oh. they are banging trouble. Mm. aren't they and no one wants to see them go obviously but if it means we get three points by default I, know, I think it would be the other way if they go we'll lose the three points that we got at their place they'll just expunge their record and but that'll go for every team but that'll go for right? everyone and yeah, there'll only be, be two teams be relegated but will there yes will there only be two teams relegated or will they still do three because if they if they try and do three then we're losing both three points and the team from below us it, mate it would be a disaster like if they went, it would be so complicated. But what would definitely happen is they would expunge their record, so we would lose three points. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> we've so got, but we've got a little bit of a cushion right now. Yeah. It's, at the moment, the cushion is Bolton. We've taken three points off them, and they're miles below us. <laughs> That's but, they yeah, are the, part yeah, of the cushion. Yeah, because the teams below us are... A few of them are really far below us. But then, yeah, when you take Bolton yeah, out of the moment, equation... Yeah, Ipswich and Bolton have gone. But if you yeah. take Bolton away, yeah. the rest are within touching distance. I think what will happen, he says, with no authority or insight whatsoever, but just guessing, is that given we're so close to the end of the season, surely someone, football foundation or someone will fund them out. They'll just try and clog it through to it. Because yeah. that's the last thing you want is a team going out. But the rule says that their record is expunged. I'm disappointed in myself because I usually have this sort of stuff to hand, but I don't know. There the must o- be another team below us know, that's lost three points. I don't know the other teams probably. below us how they've got what on against Bolton. Is, yeah. um, I know that uh, it's good for West Brom because the three teams above them in the league have taken six points from Bolton and I, uh, they've lost to them. So it'd be good for West Brom, but probably nobody that's else. Pr- that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Leeds, Sheffield United and the other one. Who else is up Norwich. there? They've all got six points off Bolton, which they would lose, and West Brom lost to Bolton. So it'd be great for West Brom and nobody else. Um, Ours end. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my Ours end and just. I'm on now the Wikipedia page. I'm warming to this theme. I'm on the Wikipedia page of Queens Park Rangers players who've played over a hundred games for the club. I'm just gonna throw some names at you, and you tell me birthday or no birthday. I mean, still alive, right? Birthday or no birthday? Yeah, well, I'll do (laughs) recent years. Uh, Dexter Blackstock, birthday or no birthday? Yeah. Yeah, birthday. Yeah, Lee, 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 Lee Cook. Lee Cook. Cook made that guy, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, just stand, stand Lee over Cook's there. Bringing the cake. Stand over deck. Stand over there, Dex. Uh, Akos Bozaki, birthday oh, or no God, birthday? Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah, of course. Okay. Birthday and a funeral. Martin Allen. What? <laughs> uh, Martin Allen, birthday or no birthday? Uh, yeah. I mean, scored a banging goal at Southampton one afternoon. I think birthday. Yeah. yeah. I think birthday. Also, he's a funny guy, isn't he? 
Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's um, yeah, he is a funny guy. Rufus Brevet. Yes. yes. I th- actually think they did that recently. Yeah. I remember him running 100 yards across the pitch into a melee at Huddersfield, punching Kevin Gray to the ground and running all the way back, and the referee never saw it. Like, three other players got booked. He ran 100 yards to do it. He properly floored this guy, and he uh, just went back into his position, never got booked. And I brought this up with him at one of your live podcasts, and he said he didn't remember it, but it did sound like something he would do. Do you, know what's, <laughs> do you know what's super weird about Aussie rules My, when I was there watching it is that if you punch someone in a game, you don't get sent off. Mm. You fo- you get I a, love sports You like get that. a suspension <laughs> after the fact, but you can oh, you knock someone out in the game and you, you carry on in the game. game. Play on. Yeah, yeah rugby league used to be like that until they sanitise it with all this concussion nonsense. Is, I uh, think it's a shame. I'll give you a few more and then I'll let you guys get on with it. Terrell Forbes, birthday Ooh, or no birthday? You've got to be careful with that one. Would you wish Terrell Forbes happy birthday Prob- on Twitter? Probably no. not. I'd give that a swerve. No. Yeah, give that a swerve. As a PR man, you should too. <laughs> Okay, would you write the following tweet? Sound of tapping. Would you tap out the following tweet? Happy birthday to XR, Casper's Gorks. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I like I'm sad he when he went. Yeah, I'm sad him. when he went. That's a good He's sign. head of the Latvian FA yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, he's quite young to be editor. No, he looks looks good in the suit and also without the headbandage. I think if you're sad that they've left, still long hair. Birthday qualification. Uh, No professional hair. Um. I mean, Clint Hill's the m- biggest gimme of all time. You want to find that? You want to find the grey area? You want to find okay. the perfect grey area? Do you wish, with 117 league appearances, tap, 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 happy birthday to ex-QPR midfielder Michele Ledgetwood? Um, well, he did score some crackers. He scored, I saw him score a lovely goal at Leicester well, away. Yeah. Is a real big one. Um, yeah. So we're getting a yes no. or a no? Yeah. I wouldn't. He, I, didn't, do I anything, wouldn't. he didn't do anything malicious, did he? No. But, if I forgot... It wouldn't bother me. I mean, I called him Legs of Wood. So also, yeah. if you think about it, the QPR social media teams happy, birth- happy birthday things are also influenced by what clips they can find to share, and Legs of Wood clips are very shareable. So that also would be true. <laughs> also <laughs> true. Okay, he didn't uh, do anything malicious. He was uh, just a bit of a base. I'll give you player. two more because we have to end this at some point. No, let's do, I'm, I'm happy doing this. <laughs> Keep on going. Are we um, going to the pub after? <laughs> <laughs> Ned Manure. Yes. yes. Yeah, of course. Okay, uh, Steve Morrow. Oh, I don't even know that is. Uh, probably. Is that your answer? Probably <laughs> not. Yeah, probably Again, not. Again, didn't do anything malicious. It was just a bit shit. I mean, what are the standards for this? Matthew Rose? Okay. Again, same. Oh, I love Matthew Rose. He'd probably trip over the cake, wouldn't he? <laughs> and just Steve Morrow. Yeah, six months out. <laughs> I'm going to finish with this one. Now, this player played a lot of games for QPR. but Let's try for, and guess him. For reasons that you will start to consider, he's not in the national psyche associated with QPR. So whether you wish him happy birthday or not, I will let you decide. 175 games, happy birthday to David Seaman. Yes or no? I was going to say Seaman. Interesting, because a lot of QPR fans were very... I remember when I was a kid, David Seaman used to get absolute dog's abuse when he came out to QPR for leaving us for Arsenal. I would say yes. I I would. (laughs) Just because of his status. I remember asking for his autograph, though, when I was about 12 in Sainsbury's, Labbert Grove, but it was for my cousin... Which is weird, because I remember David Seaman, but it's from my cousin who's an Arsenal fan. He laughed and wrote, safe hands, David Seaman. (laughs) Yeah, that was his autograph. So he gets a happy birthday. Just about. Um, Probably not from his kids. I think... (laughs) (laughs) I think I've exhausted an Arsene now. So, James... Oh, come to me. No, I was, I was sorry. I was just channeling Paul Finney. Come Someone, to else. Someone else? No. Um, I've got one. We're, we're going to be unbeaten this weekend. That's my R's end. <laughs> my R's kind of going off the back of what Clive said. I can't speak um, more highly about... Well, I can't speak at all, but I can't say how great it is to have two weeks off not thinking about QPR. It is a beautiful experience. <laughs> it's a beautiful game. <laughs> oh, that's a... I, mean, I was. Are we really there? I was. Um, yeah. So before the, before the Leeds win, I was properly having a bit of a crisis. Like I was getting really, really down about the whole situation. That really lifted me up. I was buzzing before I went away, and then I kind of forgot about it because of the time difference. It meant I ne- could never really see the results. And then I came back and saw the fact we'd come back um, two goals down against Hull, and I was walking on air. It was beautiful. So, if you're feeling a bit down about the situation, the international break will be a you know welcome bit of peace. Clive, choice of two. You you guys can pick. Do we want to do? <laughs> do we want to do? Who's lazier, 
Eze or Hamed? Or do we want to uh, talk about Ilias Chair? Let's... <laughs> let's most definitely, for like tons of reasons, uh, talk about Ilias Chair. Can we recall him? <laughs> no, we can't. We him, can't recall him. Let's just let him have his fun and play and score goals. Like, you know, it is what it is. Let the situation be, I think. Just the, the, the away end was getting pretty aggy at one point on Saturday when Joe Lumley kept kicking the ball out of play. Incidentally, is there another team in world football that kicks the ball back to the goalkeeper as much as we do? It's like our mm. default option. That, how many times we get a free kick on the halfway line, play two sideward passes to someone that can't go anywhere, so he rolls oh, it back to Lumley? We do, the free we do that, kick thing really we do, drives me fucking we do that. We do that a hell of a lot. Uh, but yeah, and then chair, chair scores another one from 35 yards for Stevenage and everyone's got it on their phone. Is it 100% they cannot recall yeah, him? Yeah, you can't, no. Well, if they can't recall him, it's what's doesn't the point? What's the point that of doesn't just stop being people, angry? That doesn't stop people yelling. I think a lot <laughs> just, of it's not about recalling, it's fire, just game back. He's very bad at sending players out on loan, McLaren. He just sends players out who I do well on I think it's just more loan. the fact that he's not there. No. I don't think, a lot of people aren't but, saying we've got to get him back. So it's just why, is, why did but we get him back? Was Chair's last appearance coming off the bench and assisting Naki Wells for a goal and then that was right let's send you out on loan they've done it the wrong way around haven't they they've should, those, all, those players all should have been out on loan in the first half of the season mm. bring them back and then whichever ones if someone does something like Chair has done like Eze did in the first half of last Wickham, season at yeah. Wickham you bring them back and play them kind of kind of done it the wrong yeah, way it was around. illogical so, I was told by someone at the club you've got to remember when they were sent out on loan this was the first few weeks of January we were at cup eight, run eight. we hadn't been on a bad run and it was the, the theory was we're doing okay Ote chair these guys um, Little Smith they're gonna get about an hour and a half of game time between now and the end of the season if that's they're good, at QPR you know, so oh, get ref- them that really doesn't reflect well on the manager I mean, I don't... Because, you know, you're basically... You're saying we're eighth, we're safe. That basically means your last 10 or 11 games are there to do with as you please. And uh, that really doesn't reflect... It also feels... I know it sounds silly, but it feels a bit big time. It's like... We've not got that big. We've not got that many people in contention to start this, or to be in the sixteen anyway. This is what I mean. Just about keep them kicking the can down the road. Is yeah, it, these players you're going to need it's, them next it's, season. It's, like, it's not got this great mm. academy system with a million players. Like these three are within the fringes or playing. Why don't we leave them as an option anyway? But you've seen with you've seen with Manning what happens. Like, they recalled Manning yeah, in January. He's, he's, That's what, true. He's, he's played. Damned if you do. Damned if you don't. An, really. He's played, what, an hour. What was the, what was Maybe. The point, what was the point of that? May as well have left him at Rotherham. Yeah. Well, it seemed like he tried at the beginning to play him, and then he, he just gave up. Smith. But yeah, he, he gives up very quickly yeah. with players like that, but keeps flogging away with you know his his team, his team of men, as he calls it. You know, he keeps his warriors. His warriors. Yeah, warriors. No warriors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we got to Christmas, didn't we? With about five or six, five players that were ever present. And two more that had only missed one game, which yeah. is pretty unprecedented in the modern game. Lynch, and probably Leisner, Eze, Lynch and Leisner, I think, had missed one each. Freeman. Eze, Freeman. Eze and Freeman had played literally every minute. Bidwell, Bidwell had played Bidwell. every minute. Oh, yes, of course. And Manly also, didn't when play you're getting to Christmas, there's that situation with the fixtures. No. Bid okay? Worst case scenario. It's not well, is it? He's bid all right. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. <laughs> but they, and then played. And then played. That's them in, not the title. Of I'm the not podcast. trying for the title. Yeah. Then Just played them in every game all the way through Christmas. So maybe we shouldn't be that surprised that they're all knackered come the end of the season. McLaren's teams do have a record of falling away at the end of the season. Yeah, my friend is Budget a derby. Piazza. My friend is a derby fan. When when we went on the beginning of that crap run, which ended at Leeds, he texted me saying, "This is exactly what he did at Derby. Like, welcome to McLaren." I was like, twice. Go he lo- away. He lost his phone. job twice at Derby for that. Yeah. Great start to the season in promotion contention. Flogged the players to death and gone by the end. So loaning those players out when they did, they did it the wrong way around. They should have been out in the first half of the season. Although, if you had loaned Smith Chair. Uh, Bright, for instance, if you'd loaned them out in August, people would have lost their shit. People would have gone and probably ape shit if they'd gone out in August. Yeah. But if they'd loaned them out then... They might not have, you know, that that point in time with how was the squad looking with the loans in, you know, that that was a reaction to the first four games, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, if you'd loan, if you'd loan, but if you'd loan chair out in the first half of the season, he'd done this for Stevens in the first half of the season, he could now be back and playing, taking a bit of pressure off Eze. Yeah. Um, all good things must come to an end. Uh, uh, 
and unrelated to that, this podcast <laughs> must finish as well. <laughs> um, weird two-week-ahead predictions for Bolton based on no insight whatsoever because you don't know who'll be fit, who'll be injured, who will do know what. The game's taking place. I was going to say, are they yeah. going to exist? Bolton to win and it doesn't predictions, mean anything anyway. Will the game take place? <laughs> yeah, it will because yeah, it will take there's place. just too much, isn't it? It'll there, take like place that. and we'll win it. Anyone else? I hope so. <laughs> the supporters are owed a performance, particularly after Rotherham, and if you cannot fill your boots against Bolton, mm. then you may as well pack in. <laughs> that we'll, needs, we'll it clip needs to be, that up. Look, it we'll needs clip to, that up yeah. and play it out. And send it to them. It not only needs to be a win, it needs to be a proper performance with passing the ball forward. Who, who, will, work, who will work? Just out of interest, shots on who goal? will work Stipswich or Bolton? Well, I mean, Ipswich, it, I think... I could put. I, I think I can put a team together from the crown and scepter that would beat Ipswich. Okay, fine. But we'll, we'll be situation we'll be is more desperate. If there's ten passes which go to feet in the first half, then I'm having a four a one yard long sausage roll, whatever it is. If we start the one, if we start that's the title. The one yard, one yard. Sausage. If we start doing yard, yard that, long sausage roll. If we start doing that thing against <laughs> Bolton, where we just pass it, Leisner out to Furlong, back to Leicester, back to Lumley, kick for touch. If we start doing that against Bolton, I, I just can't be responsible Leicester, for my happy actions. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Although, although I like Tony. He's a limit. He's a limited player, isn't he? But his Instagram is great. Him and his wife and his kid go on amazing day trips. You should check it out. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I, right, let's finish. Should we finish? Take let's I mean, finish. Yeah. Yes. I was. I was going to say something about. No, I won't. I just went. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. The one thing I did want to say was we will be. T- we're not going to be here next week because um, there's no game. And how do you feel about that? Uh, I'm fine unless something absolutely <laughs> crazy happens. Steve McLaren gets sacked on the Monday. You never know. We might pull one together. Neil, the engineer, is shaking his head. But yes, no podcast next week. However, keep your eyes peeled to Twitter and Facebook because we will be confirming the end of season live podcast in the next week or so. Sorry, that was a drum roll for you. Uh, well, first of all, can't say who the guest is, but the guest is amazing and we won't be announcing it for a bit yet, but it, it, it is amazing. We also can't 100% confirm the venue, but it will be the Roundhouse on Paul the 8th of May. Um Paul Hart, happy birthday. <laughs> Absolutely no. not. Paul Finney, happy birthday. Oh, I do a not. Uh, thank you for <laughs> listening. <laughs> Being open all ours. UPR. UPR. Rangers.